Hey there, welcome back to Take One. I'm your host, Liel Leibowitz. And today I asked my dear friend and this show's producer, Josh Cross, to join us again for reasons that would soon become obvious. One of the most charming moments on today's page, Tractate Brachot, page 12, is a moment in which the sages have a very long discussion about alcohol and blessings. Uh, at least one of those things is a favorite of Josh's. But before we even get to it, Josh, do you remember a particular incident at an airport not long ago involving a sandwich? You mean like the $900 sandwich I had to buy because the only thing that was available was kosher? Correct. Right. Yeah, Tell I us do. about that sandwich. Well, as someone who does not keep kosher generally and except kosher chicken because, God, that's good, I don't buy kosher things. Uh, I had never realized that they come with the appropriate blessing on them. So what's up with that? Well, you know, this tractate that we're reading right now is tractate Bachot, which is Hebrew for blessings. And one of my favorite things about Jewish observance is that everything, and I really do mean everything, that you do hear, say, see, or smell in life has its own blessing, uh, which you would think would be really simple, but it kind of opens up this new world of meaning. For example, Josh, the turkey sandwich you bought, do you say a blessing on the bread or do you say a blessing on the turkey? What is the essence of a sandwich? Oh, well, now we got to talk about whether or not hot dogs are sandwiches. But you tell me. I don't know. Like, when do I decide what defines what I'm about to eat? Is it, I mean, I think it would be the bread because it wouldn't be a sandwich without the bread in this instance. And so the sages begin. In the beginning of page 12, they ask the following question. Obviously, in a case where one took a cup of wine in his hand and thought it was beer and began reciting the blessing, thinking it was beer, i.e., he intended to recite the appropriate blessing on beer, by whose word all things came to be. And upon realizing that it was wine, he concluded the blessing with that which is recited over wine, who creates the fruit of the vine. He fulfilled his obligation. In that case, even had he recited, by whose word all things came to be, as he originally intended, he would have fulfilled his obligation, as we learned in the Mishnah, if one recited the general blessing by whose word all things came to be over all food items, he fulfilled his obligation after the fact, even if another blessing was instituted to recite before eating that food. Therefore, if he reconsidered and concluded the blessing with the ending of the blessing over wine, he fulfilled his obligation. That sounds pretty confusing, doesn't it? I would probably need to read it like six more times, but it sounds like it's saying, if you finish strong, you're good. Of course, uh, the... Talmud goes on to offer more and more and more complications. And I think what we could take away from here is something that has tremendous meaning, even to those of us who are not observant. Uh, this notion, you know, just putting you in this situation, what do you do when you have a cup of liquor and you're not sure which one it is and you start one blessing and you're confused with the other? I think just putting you in this mindset of thinking long and hard about what is the actual essence of what you eat. Um, this kind of mindfulness, if you will. Um, I think that's something that you too could relate to. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think, especially when it comes to food, and that's why it's become such an essential thing about being Jewish, regardless of your practice levels, it makes you think deeply about what you're about to do in consumption and how it... And it gives you pause to think about not only 
how what what it is, but how it will affect you. In that, if I'm going to drink a drink in a second, I, I'd like to know whether it is wine or beer. And I have questions about if wine and beer were so confusable back in the day. What bar did you go to that right? these two things right. were interchangeable? But the impact of me drinking a certain quantity of beer versus the impact of drinking a certain quantity of wine is going to be different. And I think there's value in even considering that and, and going, rather than messing up the prayer, let me think about it beforehand before doing that. But I, Because I want to think about the impact it's going to have on me. Um, and then in the, in, in the same sense, you know, I get all hippy dippy with the metal straws and the reusable cups and everything else. And we go shopping with our own refillable mesh bags for green beans and stuff. And I know that on a grand macro scale, it's probably a drop in a giant bucket that I'm not going to affect. And I'm not really saving any sea turtles, but I do know that the impact of whatever I'm doing, I don't need to make things worse. And so I need to know whether it's a glass of wine that I'm consuming or a kosher sandwich that's coming in plastic or maybe I should wrap it in wax paper or whatever, that its impact on me or the world is going to be the least negative that it can be and potentially the most positive. So I want to think about what my act of consuming is is doing. And likewise, that means I need to think about what I am consuming. And I think that this, um, this passage from page 12 is very much along these lines. I mean, the implication here is kind of twofold. First of all, it really, I think, is here to suggest that these blessings are really as much for you as they are for God. I mean, it will be a, a pretty silly way of looking at the world if you thought, oh, yeah, you know, God would be very angry if I said the blessing over beer while drinking wine or vice versa. I don't think whatever God is, however we define it, gives a crap about 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 what, what, what josh cross what, the, consumes the, with dinner these instructions that are made here are not for god per se they are for me and right so that i need to consider them in that context right and, and i think this is what a talmud tells us with this page is that the considerations uh that we need to make uh, and the reason we should care about such seemingly archaic uh discussions are because the nature of what we eat is deeply meaningful. Uh, you know, today we seem to lose track of that sometimes. We, you know, go into a 7-Eleven and buy a 44-ounce Slurpee and a huge bag of processed chips. Uh, but living this kind of Talmudic life, being forced to think uh, long and hard about the components of everything that you put in your mouth kind of transforms who you are. Is there a really complicated blessing over Cheetos versus a slice of cheese? See, I think that if you go, if you get into it, then yes. What What is the defining element of a Cheeto, right? Is it the cheese or is it the cracker? Yeah. And and when you answer defining element, then what are you looking at? Are you looking at quantity, meaning there's only two ounces of cheese to eight ounces of cracker? Or are you looking at essence because the flavor will be very cheesy? And, and, and I'm now exhausted and would be better off eating the cheese, which is much simpler and healthier probably. I think the essence of, of this discussion, and it goes on and on in this particular page to ask the same questions about what happens if you thought you were eating bread, but really you were eating dates. Uh, again, a lot. Of, there must have been a lot of food-related confusion <laughs> In Talmudic times, were things not properly labeled? I mean, it's, it's brown. Packaging we're used to of, eating brown. Right. So. Uh, and so I think that's really here to teach us two things, right? The first, as we discussed, is that 
the blessings are a form of internal meditation, right? They're a form of making a stop. And I do mock you very often when you look at me funny when I use a plastic straw. Uh, but I think in, a, in an important point, you're right, right? Because it does force you like the blessings. It's a modern form of Talmudic thinking, like to stop and be like, okay, what actions are required to take here for me to eat with greater purpose and in a way that fits my my values, right? And the second thing, which I also like, is you would think in a book really dedicated to rules, uh, there would be a sort of clear-cut way of saying, that's the blessing for this, that's the blessing for that. But once you realize that all these things are complicated, right, because we never just eat one thing or we never just exist in situations that are only black and white, they're okay. Page 12 is okay with there being confusion and uncertainty and you starting to drink wine and realizing it's beer or starting to drink beer and realizing it's wine and saying, as long as you sort of say these blessings and kind of mentally remain in the process of thinking about what it is that you eat, Dayena, it's fine. You have the, the, the Talmudic phrases, you have fulfilled your duties and obligations. I really like that. It's just another example of why in discourse around Judaism, why food has become so central, because it is so easy to teach these lessons, thinking about wine versus beer, as opposed to any other thing. It's, right. so, it's so essential to our existence that these lessons are taught with us. And right. Don't, don't, don't think about like divine presence. Think about this lovely IPA in front of you right exactly. now. What is it really? And at least I get to taste it before, you know, while making a decision. Josh Cross, thank you so much. Thanks. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.